0: What's up guys, welcome back to the show. This is the rapid fire portion of my interview with Jeff Vandrew. Jeff is a CPA, an attorney, a contributor to BTC pay server, and a natural bodybuilder. If you'd like to hear the full discussion, that's available now as well. Enjoy. Okay, first one is what is money? Uh,
1: Money to me, is a, well, I, man, I could talk an hour about this. I know, uh, let it's me, the
0: toughest one, I promise.
1: Yeah, it is the toughest one. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to use the fancy terms like medium of exchange and store of, well, I guess I have to. I was going to say money to me is primarily a store of value, um, a way to save your wealth that's waiting to be deployed. Um, And then as part of that, it also has to be accepted as a, you know medium of exchange so that it can in fact be deployed uh one of the problems we have today is we don't have a good money so in order for store of wealth people have to invest in all kinds of crazy things that create bubbles as i'm sure that you know
0: if you had to explain bitcoin to a 10 year old what would you say
1: i would show them the episode uh, the the ducktales episode you, you know what i'm talking about or no no i can't believe more bitcoiners don't know about this i guess because they're so young There's an episode of Ducktales. Yeah, there's an episode of Ducktales where Huey, Dewey, and Louie get a hold of this like um, it's like a like a ray, like a gun, like 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 a. And when they point it at things and they shoot, the gold multiplies, right? So they can go into like Scrooge's vault. I haven't watched this thing in forever, but you can sure you can find (laughs) it on YouTube. And they shoot the gun and like the money, they can make more gold. So they think this is awesome. And they start like going all around town buying stuff. But what happens is there's so much gold all around town that like hot dogs start to be like cost like huge amounts of gold. (laughs) It's basically like an explanation of how fiat currency works. There's an episode of DuckTales. It's like perfect.
0: Awesome. I'll have to check it out. Um, How will you know if Bitcoin has failed? What will be the hallmark or sign? Uh. So that's a great question because
1: I don't, I think there's numerous th- things. I'm going to kind of answer this question backwards. Um, there's two different ways I think Bitcoin could be successful, right? The number one way is the one that everyone talks about hyper Bitcoinization. Okay. There is a second thing that I would still consider to be a success. If, if Bitcoin exists, uh, stays in circulation as a stable store of value. And the dollar is forced to harden itself so as to prevent hyper-Bitcoinization. So there'd be a system where you'd be using dollars. They wouldn't be perfectly hard. You'd be using them for your day-to-day purchases. Uh, And you'd be maybe using Bitcoin for your longer-term savings, for international transactions, for certain transactions where the dollar is censored. I still consider that a success. Now, many people say that that's an impossibility, and I understand why, because the 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 best money always wins out, right? But in this case, uh, I still could see a a system like that: dollars for transactions. It's kind of like the silver and gold situation, right? Bitcoin for the you know international purchases, long-term savings, things like that. There's a variety of reasons that that could happen. For instance, and I don't think. I'm not pessimistic on lightning, I'm not at all, but let's say it didn't work out, right? That's one reason that something like that could happen. Or, you know, a scenario where as Bitcoin's taking off, the dollar really does harden and get pegged to something. Well, we may never get enough adoption at that point to get hyper-Bitcoinization, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a couple different ways that could happen. I would consider that scenario also to be a success, the failure is if neither of those two things happen. In other words, Bitcoin just kind of falls out of circulation.
0: You have one resource: a book, article, podcast episode, website to refer to someone who's just coming into the space. Which is it?
1: You mean to learn about Bitcoin? Yeah. A Bitcoin standard safety's book.
0: What other investments are you interested in? Or just one? You don't have to. Tell so me
1: I mean, here's the thing. This is how I will answer that question. I think that most investments in our current economic system are a scam. So I don't even know how to. I was picking that up from that our, the,
0: the end of our last conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So nothing else. Uh, I I
1: think you got to do the best that you can. Uh, I don't want to give people specific financial advice, so I'll just leave it at
0: that. All right. What's one piece of advice you'd give to someone just entering the space, the Bitcoin space?
1: Understand why you're involved in it. And that really goes to reading Safedine's book. Um, Don't look at it as like a penny stock trading type thing. A lot of people get involved in Bitcoin because they look at it like a penny stock, right? Like they look at it that way. And that's, those are usually the people that get in all coins as well.
0: Mm-hmm. What movie or song is most related to Bitcoin in your opinion? Uh, uh, The big short, the movie. Because I mean, it was a book, but it was also a movie. Yeah, yeah can bitcoin be stopped if so what is bitcoin's biggest vulnerability if not why not
1: uh yeah it can be stopped i mean well How? can
0: it it can
1: be it can be stopped it it could it be stopped from i'm not saying it's likely could it be stopped from ever becoming a like a global phenomenon sure i mean at the end of the day if we had a really totalitarian government that was like really monitoring your internet, like internet traffic and things like that. And, and was able to, because ultimately they control the internet backbone, right? If they could find a way to prevent nodes from communicating. And I know there are people that have workarounds for this kind of stuff like Gotenna, et cetera, but that kind of thing would prevent mass adoption, I guess at least. Now I don't think that that's likely because there's already enough people that have power behind making those sorts of decisions that own Bitcoin, that it's in their interest not to do so. You follow what I'm saying? Yep. And that's sort of the advantage of, for instance, Wall Street getting involved in Bitcoin with the futures. Um, I don't care about that as a way to onboard people. I fr- I hate bankers, you know what I mean? But I think it's good because it's now there's people that have real power in society that are financially incentivized not to try and kill it.
0: Right. Uh, what is something about Bitcoin you don't understand very well or you'd like to spend more time learning about? I do not completely. I mean, I understand
1: conceptually how like, you know, ECDSA math works, um, but I don't, like I couldn't sit down and manually do the math by hand. I think that would be- You and me both. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And have you read Jimmy Song's book? No,
0: not yet. Yeah, his is- he goes like more like deeply into that, right.
1: uh, that sort of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: when, if ever, do you think the first central bank will start adding Bitcoin to the reserves and will they exist in 20 years? Do you think?
1: Uh, central banks? Yeah. Yeah, I do think central banks will still exist in 20 years. I think this whole thing's going to be much, much slower. Uh, not to be a pessimist, <laughs> but I just I think the whole thing is going to be a lot slower than uh, people think it is. Not slower as in like a 1,000 years, but like, like some people think in 10 years, this fiat currency is going to be gone. And I don't think that. I don't think in 20 years it's going to be gone either. Right. I could be wrong. Who knows? I'm just prognosticating. Um, so as for when central banks start buying it, they probably, some one of them
0: somewhere probably already is. Right. Um, so I'd say it's probably already happened. What have you learned about yourself or how have you changed, if at all, as a result of learning about and interacting with Bitcoin?
1: Huh. I think I've become, a, I was always a big saver, but I've like become even an even bigger saver. Um, and always have been skeptical of finance, but have become even more skeptical of finance.
0: <laughs> I think that's pretty common, both of those things. Uh, do you have any, what's your most controversial or contrarian view or opinion? If nothing on Bitcoin, any subject is, is okay. Uh,
1: well, I'm not a capitalist, right? As long as we've just discussed for the past.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got, right? we got that one. But,
1: yeah, I mean, by some definitions of capitalism, I would be, right? Um, right. I suppose, but certainly not by the Austrian definition. The only reason I say that is because the distributists in their writing, despite sincerely believing in uh, private property and not calling for the elimination of markets altogether, Chesterton and Block did explicitly state in their writings that they were not capitalists. So. I just kind of piggyback off of their use of the term. Whereas like, you know, to a Marxist, I would be a capitalist. Right. So it's, it's all a matter of degree, I suppose.
0: Yeah. Ballpark estimate of Bitcoin's price in five years, not financial advice, just speculating. Five
1: years. Oh, man, I, I'm like horrible at the price stuff. I'll give you an answer, but let me say first, <laughs> I'm horrible at the price stuff because I don't really pay attention to it. Um, Like the day I don't pay attention to the day-to-day price and I don't know anything about financial modeling uh, like at all. I don't know anything about technical analysis. Like I'm a CPA, but that's not what we do. Right. So like, so I don't know anything about that at all. So I'm just going to like randomly say a hundred thousand dollars. because it's a round number.
0: Fair enough. Uh, What if we are wrong? Will anything change? What, you know, if this whole Bitcoin thing, we're all wrong about it. How it would it affect you?
1: It won't affect me at all. I mean, my worldview would still be intact. I see. That's kind of interesting because I think most Bitcoiners that would be tougher on because if you have a like a really strong libertarian or anarchist worldview and this fails, I think that you. I don't want to speak for anybody with those worldviews, but you, you might need to look a little. You might you, maybe depending on the reason why it failed, you might need to take a more of a look at that worldview. But I don't share that worldview, so I don't think it would affect my view of the world or human nature or political economy much at all, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's an important tool. I think it's a really promising tool, uh, and I'd be super bummed if it didn't work out. But
0: yeah, what about your past has positioned you to care about Bitcoin? And this is a, a question submitted by Will Reeves, the CEO of Fold. Okay.
1: What in my past has uh, positioned
0: you to care about Bitcoin? Care about Bitcoin. I,
1: well, I get, I guess here's the thing. What, why? All right. Like, I'm like, I've been very successful, right? I've been very lucky. But I grew up in a place where, uh, as compared to a lot of Bitcoiners, not all, there's Bitcoiners from all spectrums and walks of life and
0: things of that nature.
1: But I grew up in an area where a lot of people were not all that successful, right? Um, and were more, they weren't reliant on family money or anything like that. They were more reliant just on their labor and being able to save, right? And I kind of seen firsthand how rough. Uh, many of the economic changes over the past 30 to 40 years have been. Uh, And I think that one way which we can better people is by giving them the ability, an easier ability to save and better themselves. And also, I guess even more specifically, move away from uh, a debt-based economy, right? Because that's how these people really uh, get screwed. If you're like a -a work-a-day laborer, and the system is sort of intentionally designed such that you have to your wage is so low that such and you're and you don't have a good savings mechanism that you have to sort of borrow. Right. Oftentimes just to get by at various times in your life. And then once you've borrowed, you're sort of in this subservient relationship to your lender and you're kind of stuck. Um, and I think Bitcoin makes a debt based economy a lot more difficult. And it also makes saving for these people a lot more, a lot easier. And if they can save, that's really the ticket out of sort of what we refer to as like wage slavery.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, What is one question you'd like to see added to this list? You can pass if you like, but if there's anything you think would be a good thing to ask to uh, some of the guests that come on. Think, give me one minute on yeah, sure. Uh,
1: I'll ask you. I'll
0: ask you another question while you're yeah. mulling that one. This the last one of this section is uh, one book. Right one on. book everyone should read. Not, but not a Bitcoin book. Is that the, the
1: implied? Sure, we are. Well, because you, yeah. you already yeah, asked. You already asked me yeah. the one thing to read for Bitcoin. Sure, not a, not Safe, a Bitcoin book. I said safe's book. Um, yeah, so that's good. To, for people listening to this podcast, I. I I think you should read specifically because you're not going to agree with it if you're listening to this podcast. I think you should read Marx's Capital, um, Das Kapital. Um, I think you should read that to see the alt, the diametric opposite of your own beliefs. And if you reject the whole thing outright, that's I, that's what I would expect from most of the people listening to this podcast. But I think exposure of that stuff is good. Um, and I, by the way, I say that is you know, my family uh, fled the Russian revolution, the communist revolution in Russia. So I'm not, I'm not a communist or anything. But I think there's a lot of tools you could pick up from something like that. Um, to go back to a question that uh, should be added to the list. Ah. I don't have anything for you, man. That's lame, but I just, uh, (laughs) on the spot like this, I don't know. I
0: get it. No worries. All right. Last part. This is a rapid fire part. So I'll say, I'll say a word. You tell me the first thing that comes to your head. Uh, democracy. Good. The lightning network. Uncertain. Not, not
1: pessimistic, but (laughs) I'm not pessimistic on it. I want to be clear about that. It's when I say uncertain, let me be, I I'm ruining the whole conceit of the segment here, but. When I say uncertain, it's only because right. I think it's great that people are working on it. It's super important. But right now, there's no economic use case for it. And it's good that people are working on it before there's an economic use case on it. So when that economic use case comes, we're not just going to be left flapping in the wind with no way to handle transactions once the fee market goes up. Right. So that's the only reason I say uncertain is just like it's going to be a while before that gets adopted. And that is not a bad thing at all. Yep.
0: Government. Necessary. Human rights. Squishy. Violence.
1: Fact of life.
0: Ego. The enemy. Greed. Human. Wealth.
1: Wow, you finally stopped me. on one. I don't know what I think of that. I have so many mixed uh, feelings about that. Uh, I'm going to say necessary again. I already used it, but yeah. Privacy. Right. Hate speech. As I know, right. Yeah. Hate speech. All right.
0: Gold. Money. Guns. Protection. Revolution. Uh, Mixed. Socialism. Mixed. Family. Cornerstone of society. Inequality.
1: Unfortunate. Hell. Religion. Liberty. Prosperity. Energy. Um atoms that's lame but it's what it's what popped in there the carnivore diet uh directionally
0: accurate and bitcoin money that's it jeff I uh, right. I really appreciate appreciate you taking the time. It was a fun discussion. I mean, I, I could go on for hours, but uh, we we probably both gotta get on with things. And if anybody's still if anybody's still listening, but uh, I look forward to picking it up someday, maybe in uh, in meet space at a conference or something. Because uh, you know, I, I I do appreciate it when you know ob- when I first heard you on Marty's show. You know, obviously, I disagree with a lot of the stuff you were saying. Sure. But, you know, as is the case on Twitter, and you know. I just appreciate when people can get together and have a conversation, even though we both know we're going to probably diverge or disagree on a lot of different things, but I can, I can hear out your point and and legitimately try to listen to it to see if it affects the rationale and the reason that I've already brought to my point of view. And hopefully, and it's, you know, it seems like it to me that you you do the same. And I just appreciate that, uh, you know, that uh, method of interact, interacting and intellectual discourse. So no problem. You got it, man. Uh, is there anywhere or anyone, <laughs> anywhere you want to direct people, shout out anything that you're doing? Uh, yeah, just, you know, if you're interested in holding Bitcoin in
1: your IRA while holding your own keys, uh, check out keykeeper Uh, and on Twitter, I'm at my Twitter handle's horrible at v a n d r e w a t t y c p a.
0: not so bad. I've seen worse. Yeah. Um, All right, man. Well, look, thanks again. I wish you all the best and uh, look forward to catching up again in the future. You got it, man. Thanks. Take care, brother.
1: Bye. Later.